in the Old Testament book, the book of Psalms, or the books of Psalms, as we realize this is a collection of books. One verse today, Psalms 116, verse 12. Psalms 116, verse 12. The King James Version reads this way. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. The grass will and the flower fade away. Yeah. The word of the Lord shall stand forever. For a few moments, with the help of the good Lord and the aid of the Holy Spirit, I want to continue in the series, There's Nobody Like a Christian, Part four, amen. Thank you, Rushes. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, in this particular passage of scripture, it's interesting that as the writer is pinning these uh, notes on paper, as he's pinning this psalm, he starts off by saying, I love the Lord because he heard my voice and my supplication. Yeah. Uh, this is good news, church, because he goes on and says, gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. Mm -hmm. He then tells us in verse 12, uh, he asks himself a personal question. And I like this today as we think about why it's good to be a Christian, because today we're going to talk about the blessings that come from being a Christian. When right. he says, what shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? That is what we call in uh, the Christian aspect, a personal theological question. Can nobody tell you what you ought to render to the Lord for what the Lord has done for you except for you? So when you think about this question that this psalmist asks, he begins to ponder on all that he has been through because he, he, he says in verse 8, he says, God has delivered my soul from death, mm -hmm. right. my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. In other words, what he's doing, Centerville, this morning is that he's taking inventory over his life. Uh -huh. And as he takes inventory over his life this morning, my brothers and sisters, he gives us a very challenging uh, thing for us to do in our life at this day and point. I'm going to bring it a little bit more relevant to us as we have watched the news over and over this year, it seems like every time I turn on the TV, somebody is dying. And I'm still here. And so the question must come to you every now and then, why am I still here and loved ones are gone? Why am I still here and friends are gone? Why am I still here and classmates are gone? Why am I 
still here, and it seems like those that are in the same age group as me are gone. Why am I still here? And those that are younger than me are gone. And, and he asks a pivotal question, Sister Jojo, what shall I render unto the Lord for all of his blessings towards me? He's asking, am I giving the Lord what he's due? Because all of the blessings he's given towards me. He, he, he starts off, uh, Brother Step, at the beginning saying, I love the Lord. Because he heard my voice and my supplication. In other words, when I cried out to God, God heard me. And because of that, I love him. Don't you love when you call on somebody and they answer you? Especially in a time of need. Then he also goes on a little further, Bree, and say, gracious is the Lord. The Lord has been gracious to me. He, he is merciful. The things that I should have got, God kept it from me. Uh, even though I didn't deserve it, uh, some stuff God gave me. And, and, and God is gracious and he's merciful. So what shall I render? What, what, what shall I give? to the Lord. And I'm glad this morning, my brothers and sisters, you are, you are attentive. As we were driving down the road today, my brothers and sisters, my wife and my children didn't happen to notice there was a lot of red and white lights flashing right down the street from where we live. And it happened to be one of the popular spots that we normally go to sit down and, and, and eat a family meal. It was cheddar. No, and, and to our surprise, Cheddar's had caught on fire. Well, well. And, 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 and as we were looking at this, as we were driving up the road, uh, we seen multiple fire trucks. We seen multiple ambulances there. And uh, all my wife could say was, oh my God, I hope that everybody is okay. And I began to ponder my brothers and sisters because I realized that some time ago that the other cheddars had closed down. And I merely thought about all the people from church that like to go and eat at cheddars. And I said, that was the last one. And early on a Sunday morning, this place, this establishment, this place of fellowship, this meeting place, this place where people go and, and, and sit down and talk with their families and, and share meals and share stories and have fond memories have now experienced tragedy. But we're still here. And the question is, what shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits towards me? Let me, let me help somebody today know that God is still in the blessing business. See, although some more than others, all persons are blessed to some extent. Brother Charlie just finished singing his song, saying the Lord is blessing me. 
right now. I got excited when he sang the song. I said he must have, God must have gave him a glimpse of what I was going to preach this morning. Because I want you to know that the Lord is blessing you right now. See, for some people, many blessings depend upon their degree of development of the nation in which they live. Other blessings depend upon the economic ability upon uh, the family wherein you were born. But some blessings will depend on the education or the employment or the health of an individual. Still, other blessings may be the result of an, an adventurous faith or some golden opportunity. And yet, many natural blessings are available to nearly all who have eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to enjoy. But to those who the greatest abundance of and the most available of and the most outstanding blessings are, are those who call themselves Christians. Yeah, yeah, it don't yeah. make a difference how rich or how poor a Christian may be. You are still blessed. But there are multitudes of blessings that cannot be purchased with silver or gold. I think it was a celebrated uh, gospel artist by the name of Kirk Franklin that made hit the popular tune, I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. It makes no difference whether your skin is white or black or brown or yellow or red. You are still blessed. But God does not segregate according to color. It doesn't matter if you're young or old, male or female. For God does not make no distinction between these methods either. It makes no difference, my brothers and sisters, if you're highly educated or lack schooling, whether you're smart or you're dumb, Christian is highly blessed because God dispenses not according to knowledge, but according to your faith. That ought to give somebody a shot right there to let them know that it makes no difference who you are, but whose you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, there is nothing that the world has to offer the sinner that can begin to compare with what Jesus has to offer the Christian. Somebody missed it, so I'm back up a little bit. There's nothing that the world has to offer the sinner that can compare to what Jesus Christ has to offer the Christian. See, all too often the world has to offer uh, what the world has to offer as privileges end up as demands. And too many times what the world has to offer as benefits all too quickly become burdens. Oh, I wish I had a witness in here. But with Christ, Christ he, 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 he does a difference. See, in Christ, the saints have a rest that can never be disturbed. Saints have a purity that can never be defiled. And saints have a love that never can be fathomed. Saints have a joy that can never be removed. Saints have a light that can never be extinguished. And saints have strength that can never be exalted. Saints have a beauty that can never be blended. But often the world often offers and tarnishes with use or fades with time, but not so with Christ. See, in Christ, your righteousness will never be tarnished. Your peace will never be troubled. Your foundation will never be moved. And your freedom can never be bound. Your 
can never be broken and your touch can never be mistaken. All too often, my brothers and sisters, I want you to understand there's a contrast between the world and the Christian. Well, well. What the world has to offer has its limitation and its restrictions. But not so with what Jesus offers his followers. He makes available to them a, a confidence, Sister Vicky, that can never be shaken. A refuge that can never be conquered. A river that never runs dry. A victory that can never be lost. A wealth that can never be stolen. A resource that can never be depleted. And a future that can never be regretted. The world may offer laughter, fun, excitement, and thrills, but only Christ can offer real, genuine joy that's unspeakable, unmatched, unmistakable, and unmeasurable. I just want to know, what can you render to the Lord for all of his benefits towards you? See, see, uh, to the pan, the world may offer you position, power, and prestige. But only Christ can offer absolute contentment that brings personal fulfillment, satisfaction, and a peace of mind. Yes, yes, I realize growing up, my brothers and sisters, especially in this day and age with Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and all the other chats that they got, the world may offer popularity, social uh, acceptance, and recognition, but only Christ can offer true love. Love that is abounding and abiding and abundant and absolute. This world may offer fast fashions and style, but only Christ can offer a robe of everlasting righteousness and purity. The world may offer amusement, festivity, and parties, but only Christ can offer an invitation to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I wish I had a witness in here. The world may offer adventure, possibilities, and ideas, but only Christ can offer reality for all that this world has to offer will one day pass away. But the Bible tells me that heaven and earth will pass, but the world of God shall never pass. You got some benefits from being a child of God. Benefits and blessings that Christians have available to them through Jesus Christ are beyond number and calculation. Can I tell you, son? Y'all didn't answer me. Can I tell you, son, Brother Mac? We are saved through his grace. We are forgiven through his mercy. We are lifted through his love. We are redeemed through his blood. We are accepted through his sacrifice. We are justified through his atonement. We are sanctified through his truth. Y'all didn't get that? Let me say it again. I said we are saved through his grace, forgiven through his mercy, lifted through his love, redeemed by his blood, accepted through his sacrifice, yeah, yeah, yeah. justified through his atonement, and sanctified through his truth. Right. That ain't enough. Right. We are calm through his peace, confident through his yes. presence, strengthened through his power, encouraged through oh, his yeah. promises, assured through his voice, and sustained yeah. through his son. Yes. There's some benefits. Yes. Being a child of God. Let me hurry on. I don't want to bore you too long on a cold day. I already told you y'all it ain't good in your sleeping. But let me get you pumped up up in here. See, Christ.
absolutely no other source uh -huh. from which they may be received. Yeah. As a Christian, yeah. you get some special benefits. That's right. That's right. Yes. Brother Tim's were in the VIP club. In Christ, we get the determination we need to face our difficulties as well as our doubts. In Christ, we get the courage we need to face our crisis as well as our critics. In Christ, we get the boldness that we need to face our battles as well as our burdens. Brother D, in Christ, we get the peace that we need to face our problems as well as our perplexities. In Christ, we get the faith that we need to face our fears as well as our frustration. I feel my help coming on. In Christ, we get the assurance that we need to face our anxieties as well as our apprehension. In Christ, we get the strength that we need to face our sorrows as well as our suffering. But you can only get that in the VIP club. Do I have a witness? Because only God can promise these things to the Christian. You see, a Christian will get the hope that's needed to face your handicaps as well as your helplessness. You get the support that's needed to face your adverse situations as well as the shocks that life brings to you. You get the encouragement that is needed to face your enemy as well as your environment. Help me preach this thing. You get the comfort that's needed to face your cares as well as your daily concerns. You get the power that's needed to face your pressures as well as your persecution. You get the wisdom that's needed to face your wearisome work as well as that which to face the world in which we live. And my brothers and sisters, if nobody told you this, you're going to learn it today. In Christ, you get the defense that's needed to face your dangers as well as the devil and all the demonic method that he throws at you. But you can only get it if you got the VIP. Brothers and my sisters, he still asks the question today, what shall I render unto the Lord? For all of his benefits towards me. Well, I think I ought to cut across the grass this morning because there's so many benefits. I can't count them all. Brother and sisters, as I look at this list that I wrote down, Sister Vesta, it'll blow your mind. Because I realize that the person who has the peace of God will also be blessed with a lot of other stuff. 
couple of them. Is that all right this morning? Uh, you see, if you have God, uh, he will provide uh, serenity in the midst of a storm. He'll provide calmness in the midst of a crisis. He will provide assurance in the midst of affliction. He will provide strength in the midst of a struggle. He'll provide courage in the midst of a challenge. He'll provide boldness in the midst of a battle. He'll provide blessedness in the midst of your burdens. I'm telling you, if you got God, he'll give you composure in the midst of calamity. He'll give you security in the midst of sorrow. He'll give you comfort in the midst of confusion. He'll give you confidence in the midst of conflict. He'll give you relief in the midst of misery. He'll give you encouragement in the midst of difficulty. He'll give you rest in the midst of a rush. If you got God, he'll give you tranquility in the midst of trouble. He'll give you endurance in the midst of adversity. He'll give you control in the midst of commotion. He'll give you harmony in the midst of discord. He'll give you inspiration in the midst of the impossible. He'll give you refuge in the midst of danger. He'll give you help in the midst of harassment. I told you, if you got God, you got some blessings. I need somebody to help me preach this thing. Victoria, I'm talking about, I thank my God that he gives me patience in the midst of my problem. He gives me contentment when everybody criticizes me. He gives me support in the midst of my suffering. He gives me stability in the midst of my strength. He gives me hope in the midst of my hardship. Brother Craig, he gives me long suffering in the midst of my trial. He'll give me a song in the midnight hour. Is there anybody in here glad that you got Christ? What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits towards me? Shattered, and your night become long, and your soul become burdened. 
turn it around. I need somebody to say, fix it, Jesus. Fix it, Jesus. Like you said you would. Here it is. Get your shout on. Because there is a blessing. My God can do some stuff that nobody else can. He can turn your valley into a victory. He'll turn your burden into a blessing. He'll turn your tears into triumph. He'll turn your gloom into glory. He'll turn your weakness into strength. He'll turn your barrenness into fruitfulness. He'll turn your rocks into roses. Is there anybody in the house today that thank God that you are a child of God? What shall I render
Say yeah. 